So what are we going to call this one? Um, I don't know. Didn't you have an idea before we started? Um, why you want to do what you do? <laughs> Is that the best you got? <laughs> That's it. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. And we're encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life. Welcome to episode seven of Crammin' Memories. Episode seven? Episode seven, we're here. It's like we've done one a day for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really accomplished. Yay! It's been longer than a week. Uh, today we're going to talk about some reasons why we wanted to do this podcast. Yeah, you guys might be listening and say, well, who are these people and why are they wanting to do this? That's it. But we wanted to talk a little bit first about some recent trips that we had to Charleston, South Carolina and Savannah, Georgia. Those were some fun trips. Oh, yeah. We had a great time. A lot of history. A lot of rain. A lot of rain. That is true. So, all right. Let me get these notes in order and then we'll be right back with you. Okay, so let's get into our um, recap of our recent trips. Yeah, we went to Charleston, South Carolina, and to Savannah. But there's a reason why we went to Savannah. <laughs> there is a reason why we went to Savannah. So we were laying in bed one night, you know, about to drift off to sleep, talking about our upcoming camping trips. And we realized, or I realized, that I did not book enough nights in Charleston. Tragic. So you have a decision to make. You can either come home early why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Or you can find somewhere else to go camp. That's right, because it was certainly not an option to extend our stay at the location we were at. No, they were booked. So I started looking at the map, and it was only like two hours max, even stopping yeah. to get gas to get from Charleston, where we were, to Savannah. Mm -hmm. So we decided to book a couple nights there, too. So first off, Charleston. There were a couple reasons why we wanted to go to Charleston. Um, one of them was Patriots Point amazing place that was an amazing place we actually got to uh tour it on d-day the 75th anniversary of d-day and we were privileged to be able to sit in the same room and hear from nine d-day veterans share their stories and um, their memories from that day 75 years ago it was an amazing privilege to be there it was awesome um there was a retired colonel i believe yes that did the presentation the presentation, he did the entire D-Day landing from right. prep to what went wrong, what you know, what went right. Um, it was long. It was very long. <laughs> it was really long. It was incredibly long. But, but I mean, it was informative. It was amazing. And I'm so thankful that our kids got to sit through that and to hear the history of um, D-Day. And not only sit through it, but sit through it on an aircraft carrier. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. That was that was a real fun day. So at Patriots Point, they've got various things that you can do. That's also the um, water boat that gets you, or, or water taxi, I guess I should say, all boats go in water. Yeah. But it's the water taxi that you can take to the fort. Yeah, you can also, at that point, you can go to Fort Sumter as well. We did not go to that on, we didn't go to Fort Sumter that time. No, so uh, we'll link in the show notes to Patriots Point so you can check it out. But you can tour an aircraft carrier, a battleship, yes, and a sub. Right. Something to mention about the sub. As you walk up to it, it definitely doesn't get a lot of love. <laughs> no. 
it looks like it's going to sink it's, any second. Yeah, it's pretty much a rust bucket, but it was really cool to walk through. Right. So we've walked through um, a sub in Mobile, Alabama, which is the USS Drum. Right. Which is a cool sub. And one of the other reasons why we wanted to get to Charleston was... We love history. Um, our kids love history. We love history. And anytime we travel, we always look for something historical to do. And so we were looking at this trip as kind of our daughter's, I guess, senior trip with her family before she gets ready for college. And um, one of the things that she requested was that we toured a plantation while we were in Charleston. Yeah, so we toured Boone Hall plantation. Right. It's probably about, was it about 30 minutes from our campground? Yeah, it was about 30 minutes. Easy drive. Super easy drive. Um, beautiful, about a, probably a half mile entrance. Right, with, with the, the live big, oaks. And oh, it was stunning. They were gorgeous. And uh, they've got tours there. Uh, you can tour the home, which is not actually um, native to that site for right. the time period. It was built in the 40s 30s. Or, 30s or 40s. Yeah, it yeah. was it was built in about 1930. But they did have some old slave quarters on there and that was really the the highlight of that is if you go to Boone um plantation was the Gullah um experience. Yeah, that presentation was phenomenal. I wanted to take the sweet lady who gave that presentation, just put her in my pocket and just keep her with me. She was a delight. So her great, great grandmother was mm -hmm. a slave right. there and she was a, a Gullah. Right. It's kind of their created um, language from all of the slaves from all around Africa and then in the the, the, with the English that they learned as well. So it's just kind of a, a created language. A lot of history, a lot of uh, family lineage, a lot of love from mm. moms to daughters to granddaughters and um, how they passed down their traditions mm -hmm. to keep their uh, family memories alive. It was really um, probably the highlight of that trip. Oh, hands down. Hands down. It was amazing. And as Brandy mentioned, we love history, so we were hoping to do a lot more in downtown Charleston, but Charleston was in a drought until we got until there. Until we got there. We're really good at bringing rain with us. Yeah, so we uh, we were able to help Charleston with about five or six <laughs> inches of rain over the four days we it were there. It was insane. So we really couldn't do much downtown. No. It, it was pouring and raining. Now, we did get to um, go to the um, open market. Right. The Charleston City Market, which was amazing. It's about four blocks long of just open air vendors, um, some Gullah items, some local items, and then just some your, of your traditional like flea market wares. And we did get to eat lunch at a great pizzeria, Di Giovanni. It was a little hole in the wall off of a little side street. And yeah, it next was to amazing. a, um, what was there, a kite it shop? It was a kite store. I mean, so random. Some type of beauty shop or something. Yeah, I mean, it was completely random, but it was amazing. They've got these giant pizzas that you can order. They're like 28 inches in diameter, or you can just order it by the slice like we did. And they were huge slices. It was, it was cheap. It was amazing. Um, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, massive slices of pizza. It was really good. So really, that's what we did in downtown Charleston, other than uh, Patriots Point and the uh, Boone Hall. Not to be confused with Boone Farm. You've done that <laughs> so many times in talking about our trip. I don't know why. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so where we stayed was um, was James Island. It was uh, James Island State campground. Park. Yeah, and it was it was a beautiful campground. But it, 
our site was not lovely. Okay, here's my take on it. This this overall park is amazing. It has so much to offer. They have a water park that you do have to pay extra to get in. Mm-hmm. They've got a dog park that has um, an um, I mean, opening to a pond or right, a lake. There's a beach area. Yeah, the dogs beach can area. go run and play in. So they can go run and play, and that's really awesome. They've got multiple playgrounds, multiple green areas. They have a splash, splash pad. pad. They've got walking trails. I mean, just it offers so much. They do. Whenever you pull into the campground, and you visit the camp store to check in. It's a, it's a great camp store. Um, everything looks great. Um, as you drive around, they've got some pretty good campsites. But unfortunately, ours was a little bit in the dumps. Um, yeah. We'll have a campsite review posted and we can link it right. in the show notes. But um, they were doing some work behind us for some gravel parking lots where I believe some of the uh, rope climbing... Right, they've got like a um, a climbing tower. Yes, so they had cut a little access right through the back of our site. Um, yeah. So when the rains came, so did the water. Yeah, our flights, our site flooded. <laughs> yeah, flooded not meaning it was up to our camper, no. but our, our, you know, our mat was floating. Was floating. <laughs> so, <laughs> For sure. yeah, it was pretty messy in and out. So that wasn't a great experience. The... The amenities in the campground, they've got amazing bathhouses. Right. They look brand new. They're very well maintained. Mm -hmm. We just were not super impressed with our site. Our site. So if we ever go back, we'll probably stay in a different site. And you can see from our uh, campground review where we stayed. Right. Yep. So after we finished up our time in Charleston, we loaded up the kids and the camper and we um, took a two-hour tour down to Savannah. Yeah. Great drive. Um, Easy. Really easy. uh, Four-lane kind of like state highway. Right. You're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there isn't a ton to like stop. And right. Do. So make sure you've got fuel in your vehicle traveling back and forth. There were some some little places in between, but not a ton. So anyway, we headed straight down to Savannah to a campground called Skidaway Island. Y'all, okay. this place is amazing. And we only spent two nights there. And that's the tragic part. Yes, it is a gorgeous campground. Um, just is beautiful everywhere that that you walk. It's got the old living um oaks. Yeah, you've got Spanish the live moss. Oaks, Spanish moss everywhere. I mean, stunning. It's it's a beautiful campground, and they do offer a lot of hiking and bike riding. Right, and there are a lot of things to do around there. Yeah, so it's not too far from um Savannah. So of course we spent some time there. I'm really about. A couple miles from Skidaway Island, there's a great historical site. Again, we love historical places. It's called Wormslow. And so we um, visited there and just got to tour some ruins from the 1800s and just hear more history of the area. So um, it was super cool. But there's lots of history in that part of Georgia. Since only having a couple days, we really only had like one big tour day. Um we definitely want to experience some more of Savannah. I mean, it was just beautiful. Um, you've got the downtown square where you've got all the the fountains and the statues from you know, the famous movie Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. But then you've also got this beautiful riverfront with these fantastic shops, these amazing cobblestone roads that are just, I mean, 
spectacular. Um, you've got these uh, signs everywhere for these stairs, and they're called historical stairs for a reason because there were not building codes in the 17 and 1800s, and you will break a leg walking up them if you're not careful. Very true. Uh, but it was a lovely place. Um, we definitely want to go back. All right. Now, so we've recapped some of our trips we just had a couple weeks ago. So let's uh, let's jump into some of the reasons why we started this podcast. All right. So tell me why you wanted to start this podcast. Um, because you told me that you wanted to start a podcast. Yeah, that's fair, maybe. But you did too. <laughs> yeah, we enjoy podcasts, definitely. So we started thinking, why did we want to really do this? And we kind of broke this down into a few bullet points. So one of the things right off the top is um, it's a time for us to spend some time together talking about something we like to do. Yeah, that's very true. And we enjoy it. I mean, every time that we're done recording, I mean, it's good for us. We, we enjoy it. Another reason is we just wanted to share our experience with other people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not experts at this by any means. Obviously, the full-time community is huge right now um, and all over social media and YouTube and all over the interwebs. You can find um, families who are full-time families and we're not a full-time family. Um, and I think it's harder to find a market for those families who are just interested in doing this part-time. Yeah, because most of us do have nine to fives right. and jobs, and this is just something we do that, you know, that we love. We've we've also joked around about as we get older and the uh, kids are out of our house, it's like, do we want to try this lifestyle? Because right. um, it's really easy to do if it's just two peeps. <laughs> yeah, but for us, throwing our kids into the mix is a little bit more of a challenge because we didn't start this world until they were a little bit older. Very true. Um, so want to just share some of our experience with people and hopefully meet some people who are interested in camping also. Um, we also wanted to share some of our disasters. Oh, yeah. Now, luckily, we haven't had a ton or some wood to knock on. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> probably like plastic. There you go. Then wood. It looks but, like wood. Um, solid surface. There right you here. go. But you know, every time that you go, you do learn something. Oh, absolutely. We you do. learn something that you should have done, something that you did that you shouldn't have done. Right. Um, pieces of gear that you buy that help you. Pieces of gear that you buy that you just wanted. Right, and you learn what's helpful, what's not. What items you can leave at home sell on Craigslist because you thought you would use them and you're not. Very, very true. We also wanted to share kind of of what we just said is share some of those technical things like upgrades. How, right. do, how do they affect us? Um, I'm, I'm pretty big on not just wanting to buy a lot of upgrade. Now, I can get sucked into that, that <laughs> whole want this, want that just because it's the next cool thing. Yeah. But typically, I only try to purchase things that we really need and that really help us in what we're doing. Right. It needs to benefit us as a family, uh, us as travelers and the way that we travel. Um, and there are some amazing gadgets out there for RVers. And um, sometimes we, I mean, we have a wish list. Of course we do. But um, I don't know that we would do the things for everything for this rig. Um, maybe for the next one. Yeah. So whenever I say... I really enjoyed this upgrade. It, that must mean, number one, it must be really cost effective. <laughs> right. And Cheap, Scott. Well, and I must really like it. 
Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense for, for where we are right now. And one of the other reasons is, this is kind of silly, but we actually record this in our camper. I know. Isn't that crazy? In our driveway. I love it. So we get to come hang out in our camper. Um, every time we come in here, we just absolutely love hanging out. Oh, yeah, because it's clean and there are not kids and dogs. And who doesn't sit in their camper in their driveway if you can keep it at your oh, house? please tell me that y'all do it, too. Surely you do. <laughs> um, one of the other things that we had talked about for years, and not specifically camping, but um, we hope this may broach into some of this, is we would love to meet some people and start interviewing them. Oh, absolutely. We would love to help share your story. That's right. So why, you know, why are you camping? Uh, people who have been full-timing, people who are, people have been camping through their uh, childhoods all the way through their adults whenever they, yeah. you know, they had kids to just see why people are like doing it and some of the challenges. Cause this is definitely something that you choose to do. Oh, absolutely. It's you not can take this money yeah. and go do a lot of other things. <laughs> a lot of other things. But I mean, that's for us, one of our favorite things about camping is meeting people and hearing their stories. So that's a few reasons why we wanted to start this podcast. Yeah, and we totally want you guys to come along on the journey with us. So if you would be interested in chatting with us and sharing your story, let us know. All right, now it's time for a Brandy Wants to Know. These are things Brandy wants to know. Um, yes, yeah, so one of the things that I want to know is you like walking on our roof of our travel trailer. Love it. And I think I've mentioned... Um, in a prior episode about how when I was a kid, I used to get on the top of my house when my parents weren't there. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. Really so cool. um, I want to know why you walk up there. Can you walk on all RV roofs? No, you cannot. So one question that you want to ask if you're buying your camper new is ask the Ask the service department, not the salesman, because most of these salesmen may not know. So it's best to ask the guy in the service department is, does your camper have a walk on roof? So one of the dead ringers that you can tell if there's a ladder on the back of it going up to it, chances are it's probably a walk on roof. Ours is three eighths inch uh, particle board, kind of like a plywood decking. And it is walkable. Some are not. Some just have Luan up there. So you have to be super careful if you're trying to walk around on those. Most people more crawl around on those whenever the service guys have to get up there. The only reason why I get up there is before we leave a campsite, I get a little ladder. And I usually get on the roof and get a broom and I dust the slide off because we don't have a topper to go on the slide. And there could be things that could damage the seal as they get pulled in. The other reason why I go up there is to check any of our seals or to see if there's any damage and to also clean it a couple times a year. I do try to clean it from the ground with a long pole and soap every couple months, but I just like going up there because I like it <laughs> and it's fun. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, spending some time with us, uh, listening to how our trips went for, to Charleston and Savannah and also letting us explain a few reasons why we enjoyed doing the podcast for you. Yeah, and we hope, like I said, if you want to share your story, let us know. That's right. And we are encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life. <laughs>